Welcome to Trust the Process Show. I'm your host, Chris Reed. I'm uh, extremely excited today to be joined by uh, DJ Tam. Uh, DJ is a uh, tattoo artist from Las Vegas, Nevada, from Bad Apple Tattoo Shop. Owner I'll, of correct, I'll correct you now. Most people, most people say my name kind of weird, but it's like Bambi with a T. It's just Tambi. Tambi. All right. So let's there, so, there we go. So we got Confirmed. DJ Tambi from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, and I think many people are going to remember uh, know you, DJ, from being the only back-to-back winner on uh, Paramount's Ink Master, uh, hundred thousand dollars back-to-back, uh, DJ, and also. A, a devoted uh, family man, which is super, super important. So, DJ, 100%. welcome to uh, Trust the Process show. I'm glad to be glad to be on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it, man. So, DJ, before we uh, kind of went uh, recording here, we kind of went over uh, my my interest in you, and it really is you have a unique story. And what I want to kind of maybe start off with you today, DJ, is what are you up to right now, man? Like before we get kind of deep into like where you've been, we'll love to hear like, you know, I, I kind of went back and forth with uh, your assistant who I believe is also your, your lovely wife. Is that the truth? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah she, runs, she runs all my stuff, handles all my emails. I couldn't do anything without her. I, I, I'm an artist. I like tattoo and have other hobbies and, <laughs> yeah. and it all involves art, but I, I can't handle all that stuff, man. It's too much. So she, uh, we were going to hire somebody and she wants to do all that stuff. So. She cool, does it man. good. Yeah. So what she was saying is you, you've been pretty busy. Uh, would love to hear. I think she mentioned you have a new shop. Is that right? Or working on the shop? Uh, yeah. Um, I just opened a shop in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it's been open for a couple months now. Uh, we only have one full-time artist there right now. She's awesome. Her name's Carrie Cameron. Um, I go back and forth from here. I'm there about a week a month. But um, it, it's, you know, it's going to take, these shops take a while to mold and, and, you know, get well known, even being on television and stuff like that. But I'm not there all the time. So, so it's hard, but I travel back and forth. So, so that's tough right now. And I'm working full time here and, and got tons of other stuff going on. Yeah. So when you, you know, you got the, the tattoo game and I think <laughs> as you kind of touched on there too, is, um, you're creative, right? Uh, not to say that creatives sure. aren't necessarily business people. I think there's a balance between both. So how do you balance being that creative guy? And, I, and I've seen your work, man. Like, you are a fucking amazing artist. Like, I'm not just trying to, like, suck up to you, but, like, your, your, your content you create is by far known. You're not mimicking other people. And I think that's what makes you truly successful, DJ, is that you just, like, live into this, like, who you are and what comes out of here and not trying to find out what people want to see you create what you want to create and which in turn people want to see yeah well i I mean i'm inspired by every everything everybody you know from instagram to nature and you know i think it's just a culmination of everything that i'm that i'm into and you know from hip-hop to you know like i said it's just a and it, it, I think it all goes together and it goes hand in hand. But totally. So with that, then, so what's been like the biggest challenge to where you are today, then? So like, oh. you know, is it starting the business side of things? Is it like where do you find? Because as you get larger and you've obviously, um, you know, got some fame through the show, and which has probably created more eyes to you and, and more influence of what you do. What's been the biggest struggle for you moving into this next phase of DJ's life? Um, you're saying my, like, str- what am I struggling with right now? 
Yeah, like what would be like the um, biggest the kind of like thing that you have to I overcome d- now? Is it that starting a new business in Nashville? I'm uh, I my problem right now is that I have all these ideas in my head, and I got I just need I need like a runner. I need someone to just that I could be like, yo, this is what I want to create right now. I don't know where to find the person that does this, this, and this, but here you go, make it happen and bring me right. back the shit that I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like that. I need that person. I have so many from. You know what I mean? Clothing to product ideas to all kinds of stuff that I just I need to I need to create something, and I think uh, I think that's the next step for me, and that's a challenge right now. But um, I'm just still trying to figure out which path I want to take, you know. But I'm right. trying to just create as many branches on the tree as I can, and um, I mean from everything. I'm going to record a song today like I, I just i do all kinds of stuff so it's like Re- record a song tell me a little bit more yeah, about yeah. that what's going on i've been i haven't seen that side of dj before. uh i mean you'll see but uh yeah man i uh i started in the studio making uh rap music when i was 14 and uh just it was always a hobby for me when i was younger and my friends you know my friends that had studios when i was younger are still doing it now and they're and they're big and now they you know talk to me about it a lot and i see all the stuff that's going on now in rap music and it's just like and they're like what are you doing so i'm just gonna have fun and you know i'm working with a really awesome dude today and uh he's a amazing videographer and works has worked with diddy and and uh mayweather and you know a bunch of people but um it should be it should be cool so you'll see it's gonna come out a lot i mean uh visual you know visuals and and video will be out too so you'll see it's gonna be crazy that's yeah yeah, (laughs) i'm excited with that so i'm a big hip-hop head too but i'm uh i don't know about how old you are i'm I'm 33 so i'm i'll be 38 okay so close to the same age now yeah 90s hip-hop is like my thing um right like we're going back to like wu-tang big l like some of like where it kind of started who's your because you're a creative guy, and, and I, that's what I love about creatives. I think, how do we inspire it? So, who inspired you on the hip hop side? Like, if you were to be like, okay, DJ, like, you're going to throw on some hip hop right now, old school, new school, whatever you go to, who's the first person that you. Uh, I'm, from, first... I'm, I'm from upstate New York. I was a lot of like underground hip hop. I listened to like a lot of Jedi Mind Tricks back in the day and like yeah, early, man. early, early M, like, you know, before Shady like Infinite? and all that stuff. Yeah, like like that stuff and um that was kind of that was kind of the roots a lot of big l nas you know i heard when i was a little kid i heard nas at a picnic and i was like dude this is amazing (laughs) so and you know like the doggy style album changed my life like stuff like that but but now i like a lot of fast rap like i I listen to a dude named ritz a lot um my buddy jaron benton he's he's awesome but uh but yeah it's it's uh it's but I, I like some of the weird stuff that's happening nowadays. But some of it's just out of it's out of line, man. It's just <laughs> crazy. It's well, crazy. I, but I mean, but it's kind of du- it's getting all dumbed down. It's all. But I'm yeah, I'm I, from that lyrical side of of New York, and and I like all that stuff. So that's so cool. You'll see. Yeah. Awesome. Fun. So kind of like growing up, then DJ, like as now that you're uh you know kind of where you are in your career, where you are in your life, not even just your career. What, um, when did you want to be a tattoo artist? Like, I, I think you've probably grown up always having that creative side. I'm sure you're one of those kids who started drawing at a young age, 
but like what made you want to be a tattoo artist um it was it was the scene i was around, i was around when i was i was younger um kind of graffiti scene i was a little skateboard i skateboard my whole life um i was just into you know from hip-hop and punk rock so you know i took some ink from art class and tattooed myself just like hand poked. And then it was like, awesome. you know, I was the young kid in school no one had tattoos and all yeah. the kids were like, what? So <laughs> I started going to everybody's houses, smoking tons of weed and, and then, yeah. you know, and doing whatever else. But, uh, but, and then just, uh, transitioned into, you know, a homemade tattoo machine. And then it transitioned into like, uh, working at a shop by the time I was 17. So, and then, so you move into a shop at 17, you know, you've been kind of fucking around with your buddies and just like throwing shit yeah. down. When did you really kind of fall into some of those struggling parts of your years? Like, I know you, 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 you're open on TV about addiction and stuff and myself, I, I've gone through it too. Like, how did that start off for, cause for me, it was like, man, like you said, like to start smoking weed with some buddies, it was okay. And then for me, I found my friends could party and I was that guy who was just like, I couldn't stop partying. Um, yeah, my life went down this completely well, shitty I mean, path. I'm a, I'm a tattooer, man. I mean, tattooing in, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, it was, I mean, I'm sure it was crazier even farther back, but it was a crazy time. It wasn't like it was now. It wasn't, there was no, I didn't have a phone that did cool things. And, uh, you know, it was still that hardcore biker scene. It was shitheads that had tattoos, you know, it was I worked in the hood in Rochester, New York, which is like, look up Rochester, New York. It's like one of the number one for crime. And like, I worked in the dead center of it with lines out the door of $25 tattoos for years. And we had just bins and bins of pictures that people would pick from, you know, I'd do 10 sets of praying hands in one day, stuff like that. It's like, that's where I, that's where, so my life was a party. It was like, to be in that scene when you're young, I got, I had so much different things around me and from drugs and women and, you know, crazy events. We used to do motorcycle runs and I mean, concerts and tattoo on, I tattooed on a boat for like three days. My, my one boss thought was cool to make into a shop. Like I've done so much stuff, but that's, I mean, it just being in that scene I just transitioned from, I mean, when I was younger, I, I do like acid a lot and mushrooms and stuff like that. That was, that was a, a weekend thing when I was a kid, but I met, you know, working in the hood and all that. I met this lady, she worked at a pharmacy, long story short, she used to bring me thousands of Oxycontin eighties. Like they were gumdrops, bottles of them. And she used to trade me like little tattoos for thousands of them. I had a safe full of cash. I used to sell them. I got on addicted to them. Didn't want to do, never did cocaine really my whole life. My dad was on cocaine my whole life pretty much. And uh, I just never wanted to be that. So I never tried it until a party when I was like in my 20s maybe. And then uh, that started that. So it was Oxycontins every day and then cocaine. Um, so that was fun for a long time. And then... Uh, and then, you know, when the Oxycontins run out, it's heroin. You know, I never shot anything, but everything went up my nose. So, uh, That's... but then, you know, and then my life slowly went downhill from there. But I was still tattooing at the time, but 
yeah, not to my fullest capabilities. I was a hood legend. Like people would come to that shop for me, you know, lines off the door, but I was a piece of shit and, and in a bad place, but it was all fun times. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take anything back, but, uh, but that, I mean, just being in that scene at a, at a young age and being around it and being, you know, being influenced by all that, I think that's my life was a party. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I appreciate, uh, you getting real there. Um, I yeah, yeah. do. It's, it's one of those things that, uh, it's not easy to talk about. Uh, like I said, myself, I remember that day and I kind of want to ask you, like, what was that day? Like for me, I was actually in the military. <laughs> in the Canadian yeah. military and it was just like this one day I was at the gym and I was trying to live like this double life right and I saw this sign I was like do you have a problem and I remember this day fucking crystal clear I was just like I'm done like I yeah. am done living two lives and I remember yeah. after that and you actually take action like and actually face that demon man it feels like and I think that's why so many successful people like yourself they hit this almost we'll call it like bottom or rock bottom because once you feel that you never want to fucking taste it again. So I'd love to yeah. hear for you, like, what was that moment where you were like, man, I need to get my <laughs> shit together. And so, like, how has that changed since that time, right. right? So I'll tell you what happened for me. So I'm in Rochester, New York. I'm all fucked up. Years, still tattooing, squatting at my friend's houses and stuff like that. <clears throat> I got to get some water. And uh, if this cuts out or something, just, I don't know, hit me back. My house is in the mountains. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> But, uh, um, so, uh, I was in, I was in Rochester and, uh, all messed up living with friends and stuff. And, uh, my family had come to town and they, they found me. And they were like, uh, everyone's going to, you know, your aunt or your cousins tomorrow. We want you there, blah, blah, blah. So I went there, ended up having an intervention for me. I had the opportunity to go to rehab. And I was like, you know, fuck that. Because that's what, when you, before I smoked crack on the way to my cousin's house. So I said, you know, I wasn't leaving. And then, uh, you know. They finally convinced me, and I said, just let me, they wanted me to leave, like, right then, and I was like, just let me have tonight, you know, because I was hooked, and uh, they didn't want to do that, but I did it anyway, and uh, went on a bender that night. Next day, ended up leaving for rehab. Rehab sucked. It was, like, $10,000 a month. Went for, like, two months. It, we did some cool things, but. Ended up calling my mom, telling her it sucked because she was paying for it because I didn't have money like that. And uh, so she said, okay, move with me. I moved to Vegas from Rocha, or, or uh, I was in Arizona going to rehab. But um, And then I moved to Vegas. She got me back on track. Um, I started working at a tattoo shop at Apple that I'm at now. Um, met some strippers, relapsed again. I was... Just finished work, walking by my shop to 7-Eleven across the street, got hit for jaywalking, had an ape all in my pocket and a crack pipe, went to jail for like eight days, and after that, that was it. It was 10 years ago. It was like, I was I, I was sitting in jail like this fucking 
Jail sucks, dude. It sucks <laughs> so bad. Like, I was just laying on a cot for like eight days thinking of like what the hell I was doing with myself. And right. that was my, that's it, you know? And then I uh, met my wife and she's like, you'd ever do anything, any of that shit again? I'm going to chop your, you know? <laughs> so that type of shit. And, and now, yeah. I, I, now if, if it's ever in front of me, I could, you know, blow it away. It's not, it's, it disgusts me now. So I'm at that point and my life's just traveled upwards since I've, I've quit. So how long, so it's been 10 years, you said. Yeah. Yeah. So you went to bed. I still, I'm going to be honest. I, I have a couple of drinks when I get home from work, you know, I never had a problem with alcohol, um, or, or weed and, and weed's legal out here now. So I smoke, uh, I smoke some weed. So yeah, <laughs> I'm guilty of that. Uh, I'm, I'm the same way, never... man. We, uh, I'm from, yeah. so I'm, I'm on Vancouver Island, just north of Seattle and BC. Okay, yeah, you guys just legalized. Uh, we just legalized like two <laughs> days ago, man. So it's, uh, and you know, I think cannabis has its place, man. I, um, yeah. You know, I have family members that have like things like multiple sclerosis and have had cancer. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this cannabis has helped more than any pharmaceutical ever has. I give it to um, my dog, you know. It's got dude, cancer. I gave it to my Rottweiler <laughs> when she blew out her ACL. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's not a... I guess what was it Reagan down in the States that made this whole like war against drugs. Cannabis is like the devil's lettuce. I mean, yeah. that whole, that whole fucking game is done now, but yeah. you know, kind of going back to your man, like that, that raw moment of you're in jail, you're like laying on your cot and you're like, fuck yeah. this. Right. Yeah. When you got out, how did things change when you started to get like clear headed and actually, did you start putting in plans and like goals where you're like, man, I'm done being here. I know I have fucking talent. How did you start to map out your road to success? Because where you were yeah. 10 years ago in jail and where you are now living in the mountains in Nevada, yeah, two totally different DJs. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, uh, it changed shit. Like, I had to basically, it was crazy when I got out because when you get sober, I mean, my, I'm talking about since I was like 13, so from 13 till 10 years ago, you know, that's a long time. I had to relive every tattoo I got before that I was on drugs every, you know, so now getting tattooed like a motherfucker and shit like that. It's just like, I got to relearn how to, I got to recreate myself in my brain. All this shit was done on drugs. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, uh, that, that was hard for me, but uh, it was just setting a lot of goals and, uh, just trying to reach them. And once, once I was, you know, sober, I was just clear headed and I could, I knew, you know, I could make things happen and, and that, uh, shit, that was it. Yeah, man. So you, because when I saw you on the show and I don't know, like, I'm sure, and me and my wife always thought about this, what the show is like, there's gotta be some editing and shit going on, but like you came in with like this fucking drive, man. Like you have like this passion within you of just like, you know the level that you need to be at. You are that fucking good. And you're like, you're not going to let anybody take that away from you. Is that the true DJ or is that the show kind of editing? That? Well, well, I mean, the, the show, you know, they like, they don't like us sitting around doing nothing, you know, talking about tattoos all the time. They want, <laughs> they want things people want to watch. So um, that side of me, was pushed a little bit and and yeah. but i know i i like to act, i like that stuff too i think acting is art too so if you can you know be anybody for a second that's pretty cool 
but uh but i am passionate and um but being like that on the show that's not you know i'm not yelling all the time and, and stuff like that but but I, I i am super passionate and and uh i don't know if i just got off topic but no I, man, that's I, cool no i, I just forgot the to... question <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. So kind of like going into that, man, and I appreciate where you've been raw and, and telling me where you've been and where you're headed. But like, what's that next best, next big thing for you? So you've, you know, you're now that 10 year mark where like 10 years ago you were here, not doing great. Now you're in the spot. You just set up a new shop down in Nashville. Like what is your overarching like goal? Is it to have a bunch of shops, have your own brand? What are you I, talking I, right now? I definitely don't want a bunch of shops. Um, I'd like to do like this. I'd like to do more of the, the clothing stuff. Um, I'm really into that, you know, kind of like upscale streetwear stuff. Um, I like, I like that. I'd like to, you know, take that, that branch a little bit. Uh, I want to keep the one shop and mold that, um, you know, get together some good like packaging and, and really brand that shop. Um, branded but uh that's the main focus right now is to get that shop molded into what it should be and uh but otherwise i don't even know man i don't know what's next i hope something cool i just try to stay positive and yeah. uh you know live day to day that's cool man well what and just out of curiosity uh what's the kind of average wait time since you went on this show like what are people waiting now to see you down in vegas to get a tattoo from you um I'm right now I'm booking um February I think it's just I have a I have a a good size waiting list I I wouldn't book I don't want to book out too far but you know my wife likes the security and all that and uh sure. so, so I won't go any farther than that but but uh but yeah February right now I'm booking DJ cool. Tambi at Gmail um new shop at Branded Tattoos Nashville and I work at Bad Apple Las Vegas Awesome, man. Well, look, man, yeah. I uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on today and getting real and honest with me. Well, I appreciate you, your, man. Uh, your story is inspiring. And, um, you know, next time I'm down in Vegas, man, I'm going to call you up. I'm going to get you to put some ink on me. So. Sweet. Yeah, hit me up, dude. I All appreciate right, you having me on, for sure. Cool, man. Well, look, you uh, stay doing what you're doing. Uh, I'm a, you got a fan up north here, me and my wife. And I know a bunch of other people are big fans. You used to just keep doing awesome art. And uh, can't wait to see what that uh, that hip hop starts looking like. <laughs> All right, dude. I All appreciate right, it, man. Okay. Later.